0: Sit comfortably. Um, I'd like to return to um, another koan again tonight. I seem to be coming back lately to um, the koans in the Mumon Khan, which is part of our koan collection. And um, this one this evening um, is called. Um, Joshu and the Hermits, or Joshua and the Two Hermits. And I'll read the case to you in the commentary. Joshu went to a hermit's cottage and asked, anybody in? Anybody in? The hermit lifted up his fist in response. Joshua said, Joshu said, the water is too shallow for a ship to anchor. In other words, it was an admonishment, like superficial response. And then he left. Again, he went to a hermit's cottage and asked, anybody in? Anybody in? This hermit too lifted up his fist in response. Uh Joshua said, freely you give, freely you take away. Freely you kill, freely you give life. And he made a full bow. In other words, he praised the monk. Mm -hmm. And women's commentary here. Both held up their fists in the same way. Why did Joshu approve one and not the other? Tell me, what is the core of the complication? If you can give a turning word on this matter you will realise that Joshu's tongue has no bone in it. He is free, now to raise up, now to thrust down. Be that as it may, can you realise also that Joshu was seen through by the two hermits? Furthermore, if you say that one hermit was superior to the other, you do not yet have the eye of reflective study And if you say there is no difference between them, you do not yet have the eye of reflective study." Mm -hmm. So what's Joshua getting at here? Uh He asks the same question of one monk. That's his response. He asks exactly the same question of the next monk, exactly the same response. Yet one he admonishes and one he praises. Now, in the translation, um, I'm told that um, some people think he went to one hermit and then he went on and then he found another hermit, right? But you can also translate the um, Chinese that it's actually the same hermit and it doesn't really matter as far as the, um, the point of the koan is concerned, but you could consider that way. He went to one hermit and he asked the question, admonishes him, comes back maybe an hour later and asks the same question, and then he praises him. Uh-huh. And in Daisan, if you're working on this koan, your challenge is to to show, demonstrate the, um, the point of this koan. But all koans, in their own way, point to a direct application in everyday life. And what it's pointing to in everyday life is how all of us get caught up in um, praise and blame, um, approval and disapproval, and how we get pushed around, you know, swung around, influenced. By what others may think of us or how they may challenge us. And uh, you could imagine, if you put yourself into this story, that when Joshu challenges the first monk, he's looking, I'm sure he's looking at, what is the response from this monk when I don't acknowledge him, when I actually demonstrate that I disapprove of his answer? How does he react to that? I bet that's what he was looking at. <clears throat> does he look down-faced or glum, you know, or angry or irritated? <clears throat> what was going on? And secondly, when he comes back again and he praises the second response, I bet he's watching quite minutely. What is the reaction on the monk's face when I praise him? Mm-hmm. Is he inflated, Right? Um, is he flattered? What's the response? And if you really are grounded in your practice and you, you're embodied and you're really present to experience and you cultivate this through years and years of practice, <coughs> what occurs is that you're just, what is true is just being grounded in your own experience. It's not being grounded in what other people think about you or their ideas about you or your ideas about yourself you're just grounded in what is and if you if you're grounded in that kind of moment to moment truth then your your way of expressing yourself and the way your way of coming forth in the world will come through that position. that's why essentially words like awakening or enlightenment um, don't in a sense re- need the validation of another person, you know it for yourself if you drink water you know what it's like to drink water You know, and yes it can be good for someone to acknowledge that but it's because you've fully acknowledged yourself in a sense you've fully acknowledged your own experience and you're not caught up in a commentary outside of it so koans in some ways may seem um, rather esoteric or even puzzling, um, but when we really see through them and we apply them to everyday life, it's another way of understanding how we actually live our, our ordinary everyday lives moment to moment and, um, and actually transforms our experience so that we're not caught up in the ideas or the feelings of others, of praise, blame, approval, disapproval. I'm told um, from people who do um, martial arts um, that when you're trained to do a martial art, um, whether you win or lose, same face. Mm-hmm. Whether you win or whether you lose, same face. Now it's good to practice that on the outside as a kind of form, um, but our deeper practice is 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 the inner experience. Mm-hmm. Not carried away by blame, not carried away by praise in this moment. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that. Um, There is a place for, let's say, softer words, positive and negative feedback in everyday life. Um, I remember years ago that I recognised in myself through my practice that um, I could be more um, generous in my spirit in, in praising people. And I've made a point of doing that where I think it's authentic to do so. And whether you give praise... Or whether you receive praise, um, it's it's important that it's an important sort of part of human interaction, and it's important that you you give it as a a statement of generosity, and it's important that you receive it as a kind of a validation or a gift. But it's a very different matter to be praised about something or validated about something. There's a big difference between that and clinging to it and becoming superior or inflated or even manipulated by flattery for that matter. Mm -hmm. But just experience praise as a kind of a thank you or of acknowledgement and not to add anything on top of it is fine. Mm -hmm. Again, when we receive negative feedback, um, it's important to be able to stay aware and, and alert to the information that's coming back to us without it being globalised into, oh, I'm a terrible person, Do you know? That's where thinking, when we, when we get caught up in superiority or inferiority, it's a sure symptom that too much thinking is taking place. Mm-hmm. But anyway... I'll leave that koan with you, and maybe one day you might you might work on it with me.